Welcome to Slice of Life. Because a bite was not enough, you've listened to Brenda's Bites for years, and now Brenda is expanding her show to include lifestyle happenings from around the region. Now here's your host, Brenda Alacy. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to yet another edition of Slice of Life right here on your radio each week at 9 o'clock, we're here talking to the movers and shakers around western New York. Could be anybody from an attorney to a, to a real estate professional, to a pharmacist, to folks in the restaurant industry, uh, organizers, you name it. It's a lot of fun. The menu changes every week right here on Slice of Life. And it's uh, a privilege for me to host the show each and every week. And I appreciate you listening and all the comments as well. If you have any questions or show ideas, feel free to contact me directly here at Entercom Radio. My direct line at the radio station is 843-0651, 843-0651. If you want to hit me up on Twitter, it's at Brenda Celeste, because nobody can spell my last name, so it's at Brenda Celeste, and um, also all over social media on Instagram and Facebook, and always welcome your comments. Well, it is local restaurant week, to be sure, and as we wrap it up, it's hard to believe it's the fall edition is already wrapping, but you still have time to get out on this Saturday and enjoy yourself at some excellent, excellent restaurants. Later, we're going to talk to one of my favorites downtown with a bit of a Mexican flair to it. But in the meantime, we're going to head north to North Tonawanda, that is, and talk with Joe Strano, who's making an encore appearance here on Slice of Life. And Joe is at Remington, Remington Tavern and Oyster Bar, I believe, is the official name, right, Joe? <laughs> That's right, yes. Welcome. Welcome back to the show. Thank you for having me. Uh, and you brought with you Gino McManus, who um, it's a name that folks know who are familiar with the music scene in western New York. And Gino's here, not because you find him in the kitchen, but you find him <laughs> uh, with his band. Gino, welcome. Thanks so much for joining Joe and coming on the show. Well, thanks for having me. Absolutely. So you play at the restaurant every Monday, right, with Frank Grisanti? Yes. Tell us a little bit about what you do and kind of the theme of that. And then, Joe, we'll get into the food aspect of things as well. Well, we started four years ago, and it was uh, the concept was Beatles, burgers, and beers. And it's hard to believe that it's been every Monday for four years. Wow, the triple so, B. Uh, yeah. What's your favorite part of it? The Beatles, I would imagine, right? I like the <laughs> beers. <laughs> <laughs> Probably makes everything else a little more palatable, right? So, well, the burgers are top-notch, too. You so. can't go wrong with Remington, for sure. And, Gino, what do you find um, with the with the scene in restaurants and music? It seems like it's a really good combination. I've been to, your, to Remington many times, and I know you have that stage right in that main dining room area. Do you find that people kind of hang around a little bit longer, really get into the music? Yeah, I think they do. And it, especially when you have um, when you have groups of people, you know, so maybe it's somebody's anniversary, maybe it's somebody's birthday, or maybe it's just a, a family get together. You know, the music I think really helps helps with the atmosphere and it keeps everybody kind of happy. Yeah, and you'll be there this Monday, right? I'll be there this Monday, of course. What time do you uh, get underway? Six o'clock. Oh, nice. And how long yeah. do you guys go? A couple Six of hours? Six till nine, yeah. Oh, very nice. So is it all Beatles music? It's uh, predominantly, yeah, it's all Beatles. And we have uh, we also have uh, Buffalo Music Hall of Fame legend Dave Constantino playing with us now, too. So Fantastic. we've expanded it into a trio. Well, there are a lot of music fans so. here um, at Entercom and a lot of our... Our colleagues here actually play in bands. Don Tomasulo is one of our 
sure. uh, managers who plays and uh, you know just recently got inducted into the broadcast hall of fame so we have a lot of versatile people and uh, i'm sure he'll be showing up at remington sometime soon too in the meantime joe when it comes to the food end of things your job as a manager is to do what exactly? Do you help with menu planning and, and staffing all of those kind of logistical issues? Well, the, the menu planning is really left to, uh, you know, Paul Jenkins, our mm-hmm. owner, Mark Hutchinson. Uh, they work with our chef, Rick Yeager, and uh, they, they work on all of that. But um, our job is just to execute that every day. Um, so just, you know, being as consistent as possible with the menu items that we do have and, um, you know, doing our best. And Remington has really made a strong um, – uh, impact, I would say, on the food scene because there are so many folks who love to eat out and love to eat at a place that features fresh seafood and, of course, other menu items like burgers and has a really good bar scene as well. When my husband Dan and I come in, we always sit at the bar and eat right at the bar. I just enjoy that vibe. You know, it feels like there's a lot of activity. You can talk to other people. You don't have to wait long to get a drink. <laughs> All of that stuff. What are some of your signature items, would you say? When I think Remington, I think seafood. But what do you think your signature items are? Well, uh, seafood's definitely a big part of it. Um, I would have to say my favorite menu item still to this day is the uh, cider cider brine pork shop. So, oh. Uh, Black and salmon's also been on the menu, though, for uh, I think since the institution. Um, phenomenal dish there as well, so... Cider pork chop, cider loin, is it? Uh, uh, double cut cider brined pork chop. Yeah. Cider brined pork chop, and it sounds perfect for the fall season. Oh my goodness, yeah, it's perfect with the chutney and everything. It's it's really good. Yeah, that sounds great. Plus, you could have a nice cocktail with it, maybe some bourbon and maple, and uh, you know, do that whole sort of fall theme. Anything you want. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Joe, what are some of the other menu staples that are available all year? Uh, that are available all year. Uh, the pasta bolognese is fantastic. Uh, if you are in the mood for pasta. Um, on the seafood end of things, though, you know, our, our four varieties, East Coast oysters, every day, um, you know, they're as fresh as could be, and uh, they're fantastic all the time. So yeah, uh, raw clams, of course, as well. Um, scallops are always fantastic. Uh, the seared ahi tuna steak is a is a favorite as well. I've seen oh, yeah. Gino eating that a few times. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of my favorites. Uh, and I really enjoy the crab cakes at your place, too. They always taste fresh. Yes, they're fantastic. Yeah, and yeah. it's not real heavily breaded. I mean, you really can taste the, the crab in it. And, Gino, it's got to be a treat for you to play at a place like Remington, right? Because you know you'll have a good meal as well as, you know, a nice crowd. It's a challenge on the waistline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I understand, sure. yeah. I bet, I bet. And Joe, you know, we were talking quite a bit this past week about local restaurant week, which happens twice a year in the spring and in the fall. And Remington has been a a consistent player in that regard. Why do you folks decide to participate during local restaurant week? Um, Well, in in the short, I mean, it's just a fantastic opportunity, you know, to put yourself in front of people um, that might not typically always, uh, you know, have us in mind uh, as a place to go out and eat. Uh, and it gives us an opportunity to showcase, you know, what we're consistent or what what we do consistently and, you know, things we have year round. Do you notice, I mean, you spend a lot of hours on the job. Do you notice a lot of new faces coming in during local restaurant week, the two weeks that that happens? Oh, still all the time. Yeah. Yeah. The reservation list this week is always filled with unfamiliar names, which is really nice to yeah, see. Yeah, that's great. It's got to make you feel good like it works. And it's and I think and you guys can comment on this, too. Um, particularly being out and about as much as you are, that the restaurant scene in Western New York has never been richer, that there are so many choices now, whether it's in the city or the South Towns have have really upped their game too, certainly in the North Towns, and even in some of the outlying areas, you hear about a lot of these really wonderful, wonderful quality restaurants. Would you agree with that assessment? Do you think it's been strong? Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah? Yeah, I think the whole 
the whole scene's really blossomed, especially in the last couple of years. And Joe, you're a young guy. Do you notice that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's really fun to watch. It's it's nice to see that there are other people that you know share the same passion. Um, you know that the people that I work with do and. Um, it's happening everywhere. It's you nice. know, I noticed, say, 20 years ago, you, you'd go downtown. There were only a handful of places. Right. And it was only, you know, you'd go down there and then you'd leave because there was nothing else to do. Or you'd go into North Tonawanda, same thing. Not a whole heck of a lot to do. And you think, gee, a really sort of upscale restaurant in NT just wasn't, didn't make sense. But now you see the lofts down there, other businesses coming in, the whole Lumber City development. There's a lot happening in that community. Um, so what are you featuring um, for local restaurant week well like i said you know we're we are you know featuring a lot of the menu items that we we have year around so it's important we think to showcase things that you know we think we do very well so it's not like you just throw something special out for that week right you want people to see what their consistency exactly, is yeah. so year in and year out or our, month in and month out absolutely yeah so our chicken milanese is on there um the usda prime sirloin is on there uh, our surf and turf uh, twin lobster tails our swordfish oscar um so, so, of course, for folks who are uh, uninitiated, the 2019 hook is that the, the menu uh, offerings uh, match the year, of course. But then you can up it to 3019 or 4019. That's what correct, do you yes. guys decide to do? We do all three. Uh, nice. So, we do 2019, 3019, and, and 4019 as well. What do you so. think is most popular, Joe? Um, it seems to be. We, we've we found a, a real nice sweet spot with the 3019 uh, with the uh, surf and turf that we offer, um, but the sirloin at 2019 is is definitely very popular as well. So. Yeah, you can't go wrong with those prices too. And so, Gino, back to you for a moment. When you go around and, and play at different places, what do you look for when you partner with a restaurant? Definitely look for um, the their consistency in the menus that they have and. You know, obviously friendly staff and, you know, competent bar people. Right. It makes a huge difference, doesn't it? It makes a very big difference because the people that are, you know, they're coming out to see me play, you know, they want they want to have a good experience, not just supporting the music. Right. So at other places I play and especially, you know, especially like like Remington, too, um, we partner on on this thing. So it's it's different than just being like. Um, music being separate from the whole place, you know. So that was the concept of doing the Beatles burgers and beers thing, you know, and especially building it up on a Monday night. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know? it's the other thing too, because typically that's slower nights in the restaurant industry, right? Mondays and Tuesdays, of course. Yeah, I mean, as Gino and I were, were were talking yesterday, you know, it's you know we've kind of both grown together during this whole process. It's been you know beneficial for for both of us. It's been nice. Yeah, I think that's always a, a tough pot sometimes is to find you know that, that time when people will come in on a Monday night and you're just kind of getting back into the routine of work for the week. Or if you have kids, it's tough to kind of schlep everybody around. Or the day after a Bills game. Or, or Yes, <laughs> and hopefully you're hungover from celebrating, right? right. So far, so good. But, <laughs> no, but we've, we've, we've managed to keep it consistent, like I said, for four years. And, you know, and it has to do with the food. It has to do with the staff. It has to do with the whole atmosphere of the place. I mean, we have a stage now. We didn't have a stage when we started. Right. You know, yeah, we're standing they, on milk lights crates. now, too. Now we have oh, lights. Oh, got lights, too? Nice. <laughs> An now, occasional what, bubble machine. Yes. You, a little bit of everything. <laughs> do you take requests for certain Beatles songs, Gina? We certainly do, yeah. yeah? What are some yeah. of the more popular uh, songs that get requested? Happy oh, birthday. Geez, birthday. Uh, <laughs> you say it's your birthday? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think we play birthday every week. Uh, you, you know, the, the favorites, I Want to Hold Your Hand. Right. She Loves You. Uh, you know, Hey Jude, 
Sure. Yeah. So. Do you do some of the lesser known songs? We do a lot of the lesser known ones. Yeah, I bet too. that that's got to keep it interesting for you as a musician, right? Sure. Not to just do the sure. same old ones and yeah. Yeah. You know, for some reason, I don't know. The the Beatles music doesn't really ever seem to get old. I think you know, that's part of the appeal, and it doesn't matter yeah. the age. Do you like the Beatles, Joe? We love the Beatles. You're a heck of a lot young. <laughs> you do now, right? Especially on Mondays. But you're a heck of a lot younger than I am, and yet it crosses generations. It really does, yeah. It's their, timeless. Their music is, yeah, it's definitely has and a transcendent effect. For yeah, sure. yes. And that's nice to do, especially because people um, that are coming out to dinner, they can bring their grandkids or their kids. Great point. So and we're yeah. starting early enough, and we see a lot of kids in there. You know, and they, they jump around in, in front of us, and we encourage dancing as that's well. Great. You know, oh, that's great. So, it's terrific. Yeah, yeah it's truly, um, I think your point is well made. It's the sandwich generation, especially for women who might have elderly parents and kids. So you're kind of stuck in the middle there, and you're trying to make everybody happy and find places where you can go. And, you know, you mentioned earlier, Joe, Mark Hutchinson and Paul Jenkins, two heavy hitters in the Buffalo culinary scene. For sure, and um, it's no wonder that Remington has such a great reputation. What do you guys have planned for 2020? Any big things coming up in the new year? Uh, Just working hard at what we do and still trying to get better, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's always good to stay competitive. There's more music now. More music. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. well, it seems to be working, right? Yeah, Mondays, Thursdays, Fridays, and Sundays when the Bills have an away game. Oh, okay. At least through the through the rest of the year nice very nice and do you play on some of those nights as well no you're just the monday just with the, the beatles monday. gotcha yeah. and who's your favorite beetle by the way <laughs> john really how about you joe <laughs> i guess i would say paul yeah and i always love george so poor ringo left <laughs> out nice. in the dust again <laughs> although i love john too i just uh, amazing you know what he brought in terms of his personal philosophy sure. and and the impact that he had well, he was the grit Yes, exactly. And they needed a little bit of that grit, especially for somebody like Paul, who was kind of the cute one and, you know, the Mm anti-grit, if you will. And George being the quiet one. Yes, yeah. And Ringo kind of being the goofy one. So it all works out. But guys, um, I encourage you to go up to Remington, 184 Sweeney Street. You can still take advantage today of local restaurant weeks with some great deals and uh, some special menu items. And then you know go back on a monday and hang out with gino and frank and uh gentlemen thank you so much for coming in this morning i really appreciate the time best of luck thanks thanks for having us you bet we'll talk more local restaurant week with Zena right after this Are you a fan of succulent hand-carved beef and turkey? Do you like having fish fries available every day? Then come experience fresh, scratch-made favorites at the historic Glen Park Tavern in the heart of Williamsville. The Glen Park Tavern's hand-carved beef and turkey are available in-house or for parties as well. Enjoy a delicious selection of hearty salads, sides, and soups seven days a week. Visit the Glen Park Tavern on Main near Cayuga in Williamsville. It's not just a meal, it's an experience. Hey, it's Sal Capaccio. If you're physically active, you don't have to play football to end up on the inactive list. If you're sidelined with a sprain, strain, or break, get to Excelsior Orthopedics Express. Skip the ER urgent care center, one stop, one copay, and everything you need, like imaging, casting, or splints. Open weekdays and evenings as well as Saturdays. Excelsior Orthopedics Express has three locations, Amherst, Niagara Falls, and now in Orchard Park. Call 250-9999 to get the care you need at Excelsior Orthopedics Express. Thanks for tuning in to Slice of Life. Now back to your hostess with the mostest, Brenda Alacy. 
And welcome back to this edition of Slice of Life on your Saturday. No Bills pressure this week since they're on a bye, which just gives us a little breathing room. But go Bills and go Sabres. I'm so encouraged this year. Let's hope it keeps going. Well, one of my other favorite things, of course, is local restaurant week. And for the first time on the show, we have the owner and the head chef of Casa Azul, which is located on Genesee Street in downtown Buffalo. Zena Lappy is here. Good morning, Zena. Welcome. Morning. Thank you so much for having me on. Great to have you on. And for folks who don't know about uh, Casa Azul, you might guess from the uh, from the name that it has a Mexican flavor. It's a Mexican restaurant. Tell us the origins of it. Yeah. Um, so we are in the heart of downtown Buffalo, uh, right at 128 Genesee Street, and we are a full-scale um, Mexican restaurant. Uh, we have a taqueria downstairs and then full bar and full dining upstairs, and we special on uh, creative, authentic Mexican food. So um, it, it's a great location, too, because it's so memorable. You know, you're right on Genesee Street, and it's the old doggy style, right? Yep. So we're the uh, blue shipping container uh, building with the uh, double garage doors that open on both floors. I love that. I love the whole unique look of that. Is that part of the reason you decided to go there? Zena, did that appeal to you? Yeah, it definitely did. Um, it's such a cool layout, and it fits what we were trying to accomplish really well with the two floors. Um, we wanted the first floor to remain a little casual and be more of a taqueria setup, and then we wanted to offer full dining, um, of course, and have a full bar and whatnot, so that works great for the upstairs. Absolutely, and now it's a full-service Mexican restaurant. As you mentioned, the two bars um, are certainly an, uh, an appeal for all of us who enjoy having a cocktail or two. Do you focus a lot on tequila drinks? margaritas or do you have a full array of cocktails and wines and beers we do have a full array uh wine beer and all different spirits uh we definitely do focus on the agave spirits um the most known being tequila but we also are really heavy in mezcal um and we have some ricea and sotal which is some different agave spirits that people in buffalo aren't necessarily um aware of but are delicious nonetheless and Hopefully we can show people the way kind of thing. I'm glad you mentioned that because I just recently read some stuff about tequila and mezcal, and it's they're not the same thing. I think it's important for people to realize that, right? No, they're not. They're very um, different. Yeah, mez- actually what people don't understand is mezcal is actually the grandfather spirit, and tequila is a distillate off that. So technically um, all tequilas are mezcals, but not all mezcals are tequila. You know, you, t- you use the term taqueria, and I love that because a lot of people think every taco shop is the same, and they really are so different. You have very obvious, famous, or well-known at least, uh, fast food taco shops, and you have a lot that are just buffalo-born. What makes Casa Azul a real taqueria, in your opinion, Zena? Um, I think the, the fact that we make all of our, um, our tacos to order and we make the masa in-house. Masa is uh, the corn flour that we make. So each one is hand pressed and then we cook them to order. Um, with everything at Casa Azul, we make it all in, in-house, in fresh, uh, from scratch. Um, I don't think you see that really anywhere in Buffalo, maybe a couple places here and there, but I it, know we're the only ones who do it to order. It, it's not what we consider to be a regular taco, right? I mean, this is homemade. Like you said, you make the corn. Do you do when you make the corn uh, shell, is it hard and soft? Uh, no, we only do soft. We do have a tostada on the menu, which you can get at um, one of our ro- our restaurant week specials, which is like our take on a hard shell, but it is all uh, soft masa tortillas. And you make your own salsa sauce. You bake your own bread. You even make your own pastries. Yeah, we do it it's all amazing. in-house. 
Now you're the head chef and the sole owner. Yes. Uh, so how difficult is it for you to, to be juggling the books and the pots and pans? Um, <laughs> well, we're in year three, so I'm starting to get it down a little bit. But uh, yeah, it is a lot. Um, I'm sure everyone who has a restaurant knows that it's a lot of work. Uh, thankfully, I genuinely enjoy it. Um, and if it was up to me, I would make every taco that came out of that place every single day, <laughs> which I try to. So, What are some of the more popular dishes you have, uh, Zena, that you've kind of introduced the Western New York uh, dining audience to? Um, tacos are definitely one of the most popular, but we also offer um, homemade tamales, which have become increasingly popular over the last couple uh, years. And then the churros that we do for oh. dessert have definitely um, made a name for themselves. We get people who come in like just for those on a weekly basis, which is really nice to see. Um, and then as well, the torta, which is a Mexican style sandwich. Um, that's kind of been the unsung hero of our menu from the beginning, so much so that we actually just started a food truck up this year, um, which was had great success in its first year. So you can start seeing that around Buffalo more and more as well. I've read quite a bit about the food truck now. Do you own that as well? Yes. Oh, fantastic. Congrats on that as Thank well. You. So it's mobile Casa Azul, right? Yeah, you mobile go to different Casa Azul. Lo- different locations throughout the, the warmer win- uh, weather months? Yep. Um, so we actually just took it off the road uh, a couple weeks ago, or last week. Um, but we were out from May till September. Next okay. year we'll probably do a little longer. Uh, but yeah, we go to different schools, hospitals, um, music festivals, events, um, different parties that we cater uh, so it was it was a really good first year for us. Talking with Zena Lappy, who was the uh, sole owner and head chef. This woman does it all at Casa Azul, which is on Genesee Street, the the blue container building. You can't miss it up and down. I love it. Even if people can't remember the name of your place, they're going to remember the blue container. Yeah, right? you can't miss us. You can't. We, <laughs> we stick out like a blue sore thumb. I love it. And isn't Azul blue in Spanish? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're actually named after uh, Frida Kahlo, who oh, was like yes. a feminist uh Mexican painter. Um, Her museum in Mexico City is called uh, Casa Azul. So it was very fitting. So Blue House. Yep. Very cool. Um, So I wanted to ask you about the truck, though, because I remember reading when the truck came about that, the like you say, the tortas were the main focus. Are people disappointed that you don't have like what they consider to be Mexican fast food? Uh, Yeah, we definitely get a lot of requests for tacos. um, But we wanted to focus on one thing, make sure we're doing it to the best of our ability and put out the best product that we can. Um, and then once people try the tortas, they're in love. So it works out nicely. You can also get churros on the truck. So it's tortas oh, nice. and churros. And for folks who don't know what churros are, and I, I've loved churros, I've had them. Wherever I see them on a menu, I usually order them. Uh, now the ones I've had are kind of long sticks that have cinnamon and sugar. Yep. So it's basically like a Mexican style uh, donut. So it's a, a like pate a fried dough. Yep, like a fried dough, um, and then it's tossed in cinnamon and sugar. And right now we're doing ours with a little honey infused uh, dulce de leche, and then a brown butter cheerio crumble so it's like a little play on milk oh. and cereal and an ode to buffalo with the cheerios yeah, and whatnot very nice and of course you'd have to waddle home for that right that's uh not exactly a diet to deserve it if you want to treat yourself every now and then right i love it so Zena, you participate in local restaurant week which of course was through the, the 7th through the 13th this year or this fall i should say what uh, what motivates you to participate um we par- participated every uh every year since we've been open uh two times a year and it's always been a great 
turnout for us. I love getting new people in the door. Um, and then thankfully, we get a lot of return business from it, which is great. Uh, I think it's a great way for people who have come to the restaurant to try different things, too. I think it's safe to say that a lot of people come in for the tacos. They find a couple that they like and they stick to it. So Restaurant Week is a good way for people to try different things on the menu. We for offer sure. a yeah. lot of our dishes on the on the deal. So it's nice. Have you seen much return business? Oh, yeah. A, a great amount of return business. Thankfully, since we've been open, Buffalo's really kind of gotten behind us. Um, and the support's been super overwhelming. So, Are you open lunch and dinner? Yes, we're open lunch and dinner Monday through Saturday, and then we do Saturday brunch, 11.30 to 3.30, and we uh, do have a special menu for restaurant week for Saturday brunch as well. You know, and if so, if you're hungry and you want to head downtown in the next little while, you open at 11.30, right? Today, yes. Saturday. Um, and there aren't a whole lot of local restaurant week uh, restaurants that participate with brunch. So it's nice to have that option, especially on a Saturday, too, because it's, sure. not, it's not just Sunday anymore, right? Um, do you find that brunch is becoming increasingly popular? Yeah, I think our brunch is a lot different from a lot of the other um, great restaurants in Buffalo. So we get a lot of return business from that as well, thankfully. Obviously, it's got a Mexican spin on it. So um it just has been doing really well since we started it. And speaking of that Mexican spin, you've been recognizing multiple publications, garnering awards for Best Mexican, Best Tacos in the City, and even Best Margaritas for the last couple of years. So you guys know how to really uh, mix together a good margarita. Yeah, we try to um, keep the food and the, the drink program on the same pace, and, and they do an outstanding job with that. That's great. Zena, do you get behind the bar, too? Um, I try not to, maybe to grab myself a beer or two at the end of the shift. Um, but no, I leave that to the professionals. We have a really great bar staff and a bar manager, and we let her do her thing, and, and, and they knock it out of the park. I think it's important, too, um, because you had told me before that besides striving to be the best in Mexican food in the city, you put a lot of emphasis on being an equal opportunity employer, right? You hire people, and you're the sole owner, so you can control this. Yeah. You had told me that you hire people with both, both physical and mental disabilities, and also, you're trying to help the folks who are refugees who have settled in uh, Western New York. Why is that important to you? Um, th that was just a huge part of what I wanted. If I was going to own a business and be a part of a company or part of a business, I wanted um, certain attributes to shine through. And I think giving people chances and everyone's kind of bring something to the table and they're good at their own things you just got to give people a chance to shine through and that's something we put a lot of emphasis on at Casa Azul that's if not just as important as the food that we make and the drinks that we procure it's the family that we're creating and the ambiance that we set and the the crew brings a lot of that to the table and does the crew work in all different positions yeah oh yeah uh, we've had hearing impaired chefs uh, mentally disabled barbacks we have a lot of refugees in the front and back of the house we're predominantly um, woman-managed and owned, obviously. So. And tell me, um, it's a nice mix. for folks who are from other parts of the world, they probably can offer up some ideas about cooking, too, right? Different flavors and spices and so forth. Oh, yeah. Do they like to offer you some suggestions? Um, unfortunately, the a couple people that we have in the back of the house, this is their first cooking job, but they do an outstanding job of, of learning and taking direction well. And they're really proud of the work that they're doing, which is also really nice. 
Um, so it's great. That's great. Good for you. How do you find folks? Do you partner, say, with People Inc. or Viva? Yeah, we know, use different, People different Inc. Different agencies. Uh, Journey is End, mm-hmm. Buffalo Refugee Services, all of that. What about social media in your business, Zena? It's got to be a big deal in the restaurant world, right? What do you, what do you like to do on social media? It is. So we are uh, very heavy on Instagram and Facebook, um, which I also run the social media account. So hopefully I'm doing a good job and people are paying attention. Um, but it's great. It's a nice way to connect with other local businesses as well. Right. Um, there's so many restaurants out there that I've connected to initially through social media. And then we've done various like pop-ups and dinners together. So it's a great tool for us and for the customers. So you have kind of a collaborative relationship with your competitors, right? Because you have plenty of competition downtown. Yeah. But you feel like there's a sense of teamwork? Oh, for sure. I I, I can't say enough how much I love our little like Genesee corridor that we're in. It's yes. us, Marble and Rye, Teuton. It's kind of like a big family. Everyone gets along. Everyone helps each other through. Um, as much as it's competition, I think it's more of like a, like I said, like a family. And that goes for a lot of other restaurants in the downtown Buffalo area. Everyone really gets along and has each other's backs. And it's awesome to be part of a community like that. You know, it's really cool, too, because um, those restaurants that you cited all have different cuisine than what you have. Yeah, and they're all chef-owned, which is awesome. Right, right. And just with about 20 seconds left, how did you get into this business? Do you have a degree in culinary arts? I do, yeah. I went to uh, Johnson & Wales for culinary, and then I actually had a food truck before I opened the restaurant, a different concept, for a year, and then I started uh, the restaurant in 2016. Congratulations. A young woman doing great. You're the sole owner and head chef. Her name is Zena Lappy, and Zena... Your address, again, for Casa Azul, and um, is it better to make reservations? Call ahead. What do you recommend? We do recommend reservations, especially for larger parties, but we're very uh, capable to take uh, different size walk-ins as well. And the the physical address? We are 128 Genesee Street, Buffalo, New York, 14203. You can't miss that beautiful blue color when you're driving down Genesee Street. Congratulations. Thanks for uh, participating in Local Restaurant Week, too. I'm going to try to come down and have some brunch, and uh, appreciate you coming on the show today. Yeah, thank you, Brenda. It was a blast. Thank you very much for tuning in, everybody. We look forward to talking with you next week. Until next time, thanks for carving out a slice. Thanks for listening. Brenda will be back next Slice of Life on ESPN 1520.